0: This episode of The Winding Stairs is brought to you in part by FreemasonryArt.com. To become the best version of yourself, it is important that you move from where you are to where you want to be and change from who you are to who you want to become. And this happens when you move, when you take one step at a time and leave no stone unturned. You're listening to The Winding Stairs, episode 25. You have arrived at The Winding Stairs, a program dedicated to Masonic education and the art of self-improvement. I am your host, Juan Sepulveda, a professional artist and master mason, 32nd degree of the ancient and accepted Scottish Rite and Freemasonry. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Winding Stairs. I am your host, Juan Sepulveda, and I thank you for taking the time to listen to me on this additional program of The Winding Stairs. As always, I really appreciate the fact that you brothers listen to the show and provide feedback about what you like, what you don't like, if I miss something or if there's a topic that you wanted to discuss. and perhaps by now you can hear something different in this program and the difference is that I'm recording this episode from my vehicle this is the mobile winding stairs uh, (laughs) studios and uh, I'm recording the introduction to the program because it goes along with the theme of today by listening to some of you brothers you have expressed uh, the fact that you really like the episode that I did with Brother Victor Rosario that we titled Traveling Brothers. Well, guess what? Today is the sequel to that episode. I've met with Brother Victor Rosario. We actually went on the, on another little trip and recorded an episode while driving. And this time we are relating a little bit of more information of what actually happened during that trip when we went to Columbus, Georgia. And the whole theme of the, of the trip was, leave no stone unturned. And you'll see why this is the theme of that trip in particular. It was the attitude that we had about our trip that was the mentality that we had if we had any curiosity about anything we saw on the road as we traveled when we arrived in Georgia we didn't leave it up to a mystery we took the time and actually tried to find answers to those questions and as you'll hear more details on the on the episode we did just that, and I am so, so happy that we had that attitude. Because some of the most exciting things that we discovered and some of the most exciting things that we experienced during that travel was by having that mentality of leaving nothing to mystery, but asking the right questions and finding the answers to the, to the, the questions that we had. So I encourage you to listen all the way to the end and join us in this trip you might hear some signal lights just like you did a minute ago you'll hear the the humming of the wheels on the pavement but it keeps it authentic as to the trip this is how our trips are this is the noises that we hear when we travel and when we join together in travel we talked about we talk about all kinds of things We talk about life, we talk about family, we talk about masonry, we talk about all kinds of things, and we want to invite you along on that trip. So I hope that you enjoy this episode as much as I've enjoyed recording it, and let me know what you think once you listen to it. If you really enjoyed it, i love to hear about it. Let me know what you think, and... If you really like them, we'll be more than happy to continue to make episodes like this because we enjoyed making them. Uh, Without further ado, here is the second installment of the Traveling Brothers on the Winding Stairs. Okay, so today we're doing Another episode of the Traveling Brothers on the Winding Stairs. And I've here with me my dear brother Victor Rosario. Hey guys, what's going on? And I'm really excited because last time we recorded an episode, we were on our way to Columbus, Georgia. And we had we had a great time, but more than that, we had a really good experience. We learned a whole bunch of stuff just by mere fact of traveling so we wanted to talk today a little bit about about what happened and we've chosen to call this episode no stone unturned because when we traveled to to Georgia that was our attitude we wanted to leave no stone unturned so when we were driving I can't remember what that street out of was that the turnpike or I don't know I I think it's some kind of turnpike but we were heading north and we were traveling we must have been driving for four hours or more and then something
1: caught our eye on the side of the road and Victor said (laughs) what is that (laughs) what is that over there I don't know well on this trip we should leave no stone unturned (laughs) and that's what we did we just made a u-turn you know it was on the opposite it was in the opposite direction of where we were headed and um, you know there just happened to be uh, a place that you can make a u-turn which there isn't here in Florida <laughs> if, you, if you get on an exit you are traveling for many miles before you have an opportunity to get on an exit get off on an exit and go the opposite direction here we had the opportunity to turn around fairly quickly and, uh, and we, we just pulled over. We explored uh, the site yeah. that drew our, the call our attention. And if it had been any other
0: day, I might have felt like, oh man, no. First of all, we got to get out of this the route. <laughs> get Go out of our way because we have to go the opposite direction so we can go see what this little path of stones was. And basically that's, that's all we could see from the street was like a driveway that was lined with rustic rustic stone mm-hmm. and but we did we actually didn't
1: leave anything to you know we didn't leave it as a mystery we said let's find out what it is <laughs> without sounding too mysterious it's, it looked like something from uh, the Blair Witch project or something like yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it really was
0: it was a desolate uh, it looked that it used to be a park or a campground of some sort but it wasn't in use anymore. It was just this empty field. Kind of forgotten place. Yeah. And it had like little ruins. It had... Uh, is that a chimney or like a barbecue yeah. pit? And you could tell just by the ruins that
1: it had at the very least a 100 years. We definitely let our imagination run wild a little bit as we explored it. Uh, because some of these stones were, were set... Uh, as if it were a foundation of some sort, or where walls would have been erected, there was a there was a sense of uh, order in the midst of uh, of of the chaos. Uh, yeah, I mean, and uh, it was interesting. We got to kind of walk around. It was probably uh, it's probably probably an acre, yeah, uh, that we walked around, and there was a a small bridge that you know that we walked over and it was just really interesting we got to kind of we got to pause probably because we left we had a, a a fairly loose itinerary we had time to explore so we were in control in essence of our time and we could make these stops uh, we, we made this stop and just walked around and explored kicked a few rocks you know looked out you know it was, it was very fun it was interesting yeah. we gave our chance we gave ourselves a chance
0: to slow down and really admire something that otherwise we would have just driven by it and maybe never see. No. You know, never ever see. And that was one thing that contributed to the conversations that we had from there on out and even the whole attitude of the of the trip. If we had any question, we were going to ask. If we had any doubts, we were going to ask. And that opened up the door for some really really cool things that happened later on. We'll get to those in, in due time as you get I'm driving as you can tell by the clicker
1: and the people driving next to me are not very nice so I had to put my hustle on that's one of the comments that we heard uh, from from you guys that listened to the podcast that uh this remind it felt like we were in the car with you and here we are again we're traveling we're in the car we're running errands together we met up in you get to uh, listen to us drive and yeah and talk and that to me one of the
0: highlights of the trip was that we got a chance to speak freely with no interruptions we just were able to sit down and have some conversations some about masonry others about you know reminiscing about old stuff life uh, for those of you who listen to the to the program you know I have I have children I have two little boys Aiden and Mason they are two and four and having adult conversations around kids for those of you who have kids you know it's not the easiest thing definitely you know and if you start engaging in a deep conversation about esoterics or something like that <clears throat> getting interrupted might be you know might completely sway the conversation in, the, in an opposite direction but here we had that chance where we had six, seven hours—I can't remember how long it was—of uninterrupted conversation. And it, it was good for us as friends, but also as Masons, because we got to—we had a chance to speak about a lot of
1: Masonic subjects. Correct. For those of you who don't know, I've known Juan since, since I was four years old. We met— um, we both lived in Puerto Rico. We lived in the same um, area. And my mom taught him kindergarten. And we've known each other since. So we when we say we talked about life, we've been able to uh, experience life in, in the different, uh, well, how would you say, the different uh, faces. Yeah. Different faces of life. We've been able to experience those together uh, from four years old to now. You know, I'm, I have three children. Uh, he has two. I'm the godfather to his two children. And he's a godfather to my three children. So, um, when we talk about life, it's life
0: in it's general. life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So it was
0: it was good. That was a highlight for me because it had been a while for us. To, yeah. You know,
1: before life has life has changed for both of us. Yeah. Very fast in the last, uh, I would say, four years. Yeah. Five years, I would say. I mean, uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, is five years old. Oh my god! Then I have a three-year-old and a two-year-old. So yeah. at one point we had three under three. It was <laughs> wild. Yeah, that was chaotic.
0: <clears throat> but you know that that was one of the things that we were able to talk a lot about. You know that whole sense of you know responsibility for other, correct, other human beings. And <laughs> you know, when you think about it, for those who don't have kids, I remember <clears throat> before I had kids having that thought oh my god i'm gonna have to be responsible for another human being (laughs) here i am struggling to be responsible for my own self right you know and now we're living that we are to these kids superheroes (laughs) and we got a chance to think about that and talk about that and you know that trip was a it was a treat and a necessary treat yeah we really needed needed that and you know, perhaps if you're listening, you might, you might think, "Well, it would be nice for me to do that too." <laughs> and I encourage you to do it if you can. If you say that you don't have time to do it, I I challenge you to rethink that. Find time to do it. Yeah. You know, if we if we had not found time to stop and get out of the route and pull into that little uh, abandoned place. We would have missed on on the stuff we saw that day there even was a little bridge there were some you know like green moss growing in some trees we took some pictures that we're going to share on uh, after we publish the episode you can go to thewandystairs.com and we'll share pictures from our trip we would have missed on that and the same thing goes for for everybody if if you're just going through life and going to work and doing all these things without actually taking a little bit of time to enjoy yourself and explore other things, you're gonna miss out. And we're taught in Masonry that there's a finality to to our physical life. And the time that we
1: spend alive, we gotta make the best out of it. I agree. You know, it's uh it's an attitude that I take with me today from that trip. Um, even as I travel with my family and my wife, you know, we've been out, I don't know about over around town, and she'll say, "Oh, you know," she'll point something out and wonders what that is, and that same little thing will we'll leave no stone unturned. We'll take a detour from our vacation, from our trip, and just find out what it is. I mean, we lose nothing if anything we gain you always gain more from exploring than you would lose if it's time well you just made a little bit extra time and you learn something that you didn't know before you get to explore something and that may lead to uh, to your children uh, you teach them you know but you know to fulfill their curiosity yeah. you know when it comes to the uh, their learning
0: yeah we this whole life experience we don't go through it alone you know we, we were talking about this briefly when when we met for for coffee that one of the harshest punishments you can bestow on someone else is to isolate them. Mm. to, To enclose them and separate them from other human contact. And we have the fortune that as Masons we can travel anywhere in this country anywhere in the world and we can find a brother to sit down and have lunch with or talk to. You know, create more connections. Mm -hmm. This episode of The Winding Stairs is brought to you in part by freemasonryart.com. Brothers, if you haven't visited freemasonryart.com, I encourage you to do that today. Um, I have put my heart and soul into creating these unique works of art. I do them because, first of all, I wanted to create something that reminded me of the meaning of the symbols of our honor fraternity. And hopefully, if you make these works of art part of your collection, you'll be reminded from time to time when you look at them of those same symbols and those same lessons. Um, As you know, Freemasonry is often regarded or described as a peculiar system of morality veiled in allegory and illustrated by symbols. I encourage you to make a work of art related to masonry a part of your collection today so that you can have something visual, a reminder that brings you back to the lessons of Freemasonry. Visit freemasonryart.com.
1: As we continued that trip, you know, past that, that, uh, Blair Witch site, let's call it. Yeah, the Blair we kept, Witch yeah, we site. kept going, <laughs> and uh, as we entered uh, the town of Columbus, Georgia, we saw. I mean, there's certain areas there that, for your brothers that are that live in that area, you know, there's a military base. We, we, we saw some really cool things there. Yeah. Um, there are. Uh, there's a. There's a cemetery. There's many cemeteries actually in that area, but there's also historic areas within that the town of Columbus, Georgia and as we drove i think we even picked up a book about the the city Mm -hmm. and we were just reading through the book and uh pointing out places of interest that we should stop and see and and we did just that i mean we had a a great tour guide brother uh, mackie carter he actually took a day to spend with us and we stopped he took us to a nice place to eat um we got to drink Awesome iced tea, but they don't make iced tea like that down here in Florida. <laughs> uh, I remember that. Thank you, brother Mackie. Yes. And um, it, it was an interesting, interesting tour of the city. Places that I've never thought. Hey, I'm gonna stop here. Uh, mm-hmm. We did, and it was very fulfilling. We, we you know, the conversations that you have. When you stop a place that doesn't they don't necessarily have to deal with the subject or the place that you're visiting but you know independently you have as a as a person as a human your paradigm you have different experience through life that once you get there they may stir up some things within you very different from the person that you're with mm-hmm. and the conversations the conversations that you have with that person may really lead to some you know some exploration of yourself breakthroughs breakthroughs yeah. and they're really fulfilling yeah you see and
0: even though we're, we're talking about a, a physical traveling of us going to a different state and you know going sightseeing and all that the same thing applies to our Masonic journey you know many brothers for whatever reason stay within their lodge and the their experience in masonry is, is limited to what their lodge has to offer. And if there's one thing that we've learned and appreciated from the various uh, trips we've taken together to other lodges is that you expose yourself to these other ways of thinking. Correct. To these other life experiences, just like you have your own... Uh, life experience when you go to another jurisdiction you get to spend time with other brothers who've lived a completely different life that can complement the one that you've had correct and dinner was awesome right yes. I'm not gonna forget that uh, thank you uh, to the brothers of Columbus our uh, Columbia Lodge number seven number seven worshipful master Nick James and worshipful master Nick James was very hospitable he was very nice beautiful um, home oh yes I was very very nice to spend time with him and the and the brothers at lodge and at his home and that's where we that's where we actually got to spend some time with uh, uh, brother Mackey and and then he we were asking questions where can we go and he meant you know they mentioned a couple places and he was free the following morning so he volunteered he said I can go with you guys and drive you around that was the best decision we (laughs) we made that night is to say yeah let's do it and we we ate great food he took us to some historical sites that were also related to masonry we went to the Grand Lodge of Alabama Mm -hmm. I had no idea. It was not in our plan. We we're right over the bridge. We just crossed the bridge. We just we're crossed in Alabama. The bridge and we were in a different state. If he wasn't there, we would miss that out <laughs> completely. Um, and then he took us to to another cemetery. A cemetery where we were looking for uh, Pemberton. Brother Pemberton, who I've mentioned before, he was the the creator of Coca-Cola. So he actually made the drink, the formula, yeah. And he lived in Columbus, Georgia. We saw his home where he grew up in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw at least two of his houses there, and we actually went and saw his tombstone. Yeah. And I think that added to the whole experience because, in the tomb, uh, on the to- on the tombstone, you could see the the square encompasses. I liked. So it, it wasn't like a well we think he was a mason no <laughs> here's the
1: tombstone look at this I remember we, we split up to cover more ground <laughs> and uh, you know we just walked around and it was interesting it was kind of like a scavenger hunt at the moment but at the same time you know you were paying respects to, uh, to all the people there yeah. we saw many many square encompasses yeah. um, in the cemetery in the cemetery yeah um, so that was kind of cool yeah some beautiful beautiful. Um, I don't know what they're called but like obelisks
0: with uh, different phrases and the Masonic mm-hmm. symbols
1: other founders of of the town a lot oh, of the yeah. were masons
0: so it kind of it, it that even that by itself brought with it some reflection mm-hmm. as to you know here is someone who is no longer with us, but we are getting to know
1: a little bit about them, about the you know their beliefs, the way that they lived. Very interesting story. If you if you haven't read about Brother Pemberton, you should really look him up. Yeah. yeah you know, was- as the trip continued, at, at one point we had to drop off Brother Carter and continue with our trip, um, and we continued to travel around columbus georgia we, we it was, it's, it's such a beautiful place yes. it, it it it's kind of uh the area that we were in a historic site you know it was almost like a time warp you got yes. to see uh the different architecture a lot of the colonial homes and things of that nature and at, at one point we were driving and it looked like we we drove by a guy who seemed to be working on 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 something on his porch there was definitely some construction going on in his home at the same time but there seemed to uh, he seemed it looked like he was working on a gun like it was gunsmithing yeah and that called our attention right away um as supporters of the second amendment Um, but we did we did we did the same thing we were driving around we thought oh man we should we should stop and talk to this to this man uh he was an older gentleman uh, we had no idea who he was, but he was outside of the, on the on the front porch. And again, it harkened back to olden times where people were just kind of standing in the front porch. And um, he he seemed to be having a great time. He was engaging with with uh, with the little town there. I mean, he was seeing it, you know, the traffic and and I don't know. It was must have been like a short story. We stopped. Yeah, we pulled over. Um, I decided to stay in the car while, while brother Juan uh, got out of his car. This is obviously awkward, and we didn't want to uh, to scare him. You know, we was two two young males. Uh, <laughs> you know, making a beeline for him yeah. as he was uh, looked to be gunsmithing. Yeah. We didn't want that, that that experience to turn out <laughs> a different way. Yeah. So Juan uh, Juan got out of the car first, and he made his approach. And I was in in, in the car still, and they seem to be having a pleasant conversation the guy uh um received them well so juan waved me to come over
0: yeah and he as we got close i could see that he was working with some tools and i wasn't sure if he was gunsmithing or if he was carving some wood or what he was doing but it became very evident the closer i got to him <laughs> he had a gun on his hand yeah so an but, antique gun And it kind of, I remember clearly that uh, I mentioned to him the the whole expression about the curiosity killed the cat. (laughs) Because we were curious about what is this man doing here. It looked like he was really enjoying a lovely afternoon. It was kind of chilly and he was out there. Um, But I was curious, what is this man doing out there uh, enjoying the time? So I just went, introduced myself, told him what I was doing. And I actually explained to him the whole theme of our trip that we were leaving no stone unturned and that in the spirit of that we wanted to satisfy our curiosity as to what he was doing well our encounter with this man came with a twist yeah because not only was he doing something that appealed to us but after Victor uh, came over joined me and we kept on talking we found out that this man who was working on Restoring this this old uh, old revolver, he happened to be a celebrated artist. His works of art have been displayed in museums, the like of the Museum of Modern Art, the Guggenheim in New York. So it was no amateur. This was a real uh,
1: bona fide artist. <laughs> I remember we texted uh, Brother Mackey the picture of him with his gun in his porch, and he recognized him immediately. He said, Jamie Howard, I love that guy. He taught me art in 2001, smallest of worlds, he was saying, art appreciation uh, was the class. His whole family was heavy in the art world. He sent us pictures from, it looked like an old newspaper from way back uh, uh, several years, and it's a black and white picture that he texted us. so, I mean, this guy was in the art world, clearly related to uh, both Juan and I, and he was very pleasant and enjoyed. He was very thankful. He actually made a comment that he was glad that we stopped yeah. to talk to him because that's something that is lost, as he said, yes. in in this generation. People are just so busy, so caught up with their own things that it was it was a treat for him to talk to... Uh, young guys like us and share some of his life experiences Um, he actually ended up giving us some something to remember the visit by
0: yeah yeah he gave us some some art and he signed it Uh, so not only did we earn an experience by not leaving a stone unturned we got to meet somebody was very pleasant who really appreciated the fact that we took the time to speak with him and he was very generous he, he even gave us art to take back with us yeah uh, the and if this reminds me of the the bridging the gap presentation where I talk about bridging the gap of wisdom we clearly had a lot to learn from this man Absolutely. and not just that but he also had something to gain by us engaging with him and becoming part of his his day and his experience. So by the same token, if if you have if there's a brother that you see in your lodge and perhaps you don't know him well, one of you know, perhaps one of these older gentlemen that have been part of the fraternity for many years. If you haven't given yourself a chance to actually approach his table and sit with him and get to learn a little bit about his life experience, uh, that might be a a, something that could be memorable. Who knows what this man's contribution to your life will be? Don't miss really. out on those. Don't leave that stone unturned. And give yourself a chance to to have a, an experience like that. Absolutely. Well, there you have it. That is the second episode of The Traveling Brothers, which are Victor Rosario and Juan Sepulveda, yours truly. I hope that you enjoyed uh, conversation that you felt like we that you joined us on that trip and that you were able to find something useful out of it we definitely learned a lot during our trip and we hope that you also learned something Um, let us know what you think let us know have you held back from asking questions when curious about something and how do you feel about it do you think that it is healthy to have a no stone unturned attitude how do you think having that attitude can help yours? Can help you in your Masonic journey, or help you in your Masonic career? For one, um, of course, some of us, when when we first knock at the door and ask for for admittance to the lodge, some of us do it out of curiosity. There is some mystery that we want to to solve, and. We should make every effort possible to to discover those mysteries. Uh, masonry is not just a a social group that meets together to have a good time. There are very deep philosophical, uh, something spiritual, uh, spiritual lessons that are to be derived from the the different degrees in masonry. And if we just learn for the sake of learning, without really digging deep into finding out what's the true message behind the things that we do then we're missing out on something greater you know perhaps one of the reasons why there seems to be a decline in well it doesn't seem to be there is a decline in membership um but could that be the fact that people are not really asking the right questions and finding deeper meaning in their masonic experience let me know what you think about that. Before I close, I wanted to say thank you to a few brothers who have been participating actively in the various channels that we share Masonic information with the Winding Stairs, especially Brother Johnny Law, Lance Kate, Gerald Brown, Kobe South and Scott Sherman. Thank you, brothers, for making the experience of all the brothers in our community. Even better by your contributions. If you're on Facebook, make sure to find us at The Winding Stairs. And we have recently opened up a group in which we include a lot of discussions, things that we don't share in any of the other pages. So if you're on Facebook, make sure to find us. Just do a search on The Winding Stairs Freemasonry group and you'll find us there. Um, Also, if you follow us on Facebook, make sure that in addition to clicking like on our page, on that same button, click on Get Notifications. Otherwise, you're going to miss out on a lot of things that we share through Facebook. Find us on Twitter at WindingStairs33, and make sure to visit the to sign up for the email newsletter. I send out communications every now and then, but also you get a free book when you sign up. So go to the Winding Dot com. And as always, thank you for joining me on this journey. And I'll see you again next time as we continue our journey up the winding stairs. Oh, one last thing. I want to give a very, very special thanks to two brothers whose contribution made this very episode possible. Thank you very much, Brother David Mink and Gerald Brown. Your donation to The Winding Stairs made this very episode possible, so I dedicate it to you. Thank you.